So this is the Life Origami Podcast. We've got a real treat for you today. we got somebody in the studio. Put another log on the fire. Cook me up some bacon and some beans. And go out to the car and change the tire. Wash my socks and sew my old blue jeans. Come on, baby, you can fill my pipe and then go fetch my slippers. Oh, yeah. And boil me up another cup of tea. Oh, yeah. And put another long on the fire, babe. And come and tell me why you're leaving me. Oh, yeah, who wouldn't want more of that? Oh, boy, yeah, you gotta look after me and all my needs. Because, you know, I'm important. I don't know what the problem is here. We got a failure to understand. <laughs> don't I let you wash the car on Sunday? Yes, I do. Don't I warn you when you're getting fat? <laughs> Ain't I going to take you with me someday? Someday. Well, a man can't, can't love, love a woman more than that. Oh, I'm always nice to your kid sister. Don't I take her driving every night? Woo-hoo! So I sit here at my feet, cause when I like you when you're sweet. And you know it ain't fame, it ain't to fight. <laughs> I'll put another log on the fire. Cook me up some bacon and some beans. Go on to the car and lift it up and change the tire. Wash my socks, sew my old blue jeans. Baby, you can fill my pipe and then go fetch my slippers. And boil me up another cup of tea. And put another log on the fire. Babe, and come, come and tell, tell me why you're leaving me. So, uh, this is... <laughs> if, you, if you're still listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. We're having we're not. fun. Yeah. yeah, so we just want to have a kind of relaxed conversation here about expectations and relationships and maybe we'll talk about men and women and different roles who knows where we're going to end up we've had quite an interesting conversation about it but one of the things i want to talk about i'm kind of frame it is how do you know when you're being taken advantage of not just between husband and wife or between couples or what about in business what about between customers and suppliers what about uh, between employers and employees and, and what, neighbors neighbors and yeah all that I call it for myself you know where I'm going yeah I call it the ick factor like when I feel icky I go ooh icky ick I, I don't want to do that that doesn't feel good that's probably not a great place to start yeah me it's my uh, bullshit uh, <laughs> radar screen it's kind of like <laughs> I need to get you an, an anti-bullshit meter. Oh, <laughs> anti-histamine, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, there's this whole expectation thing. I Another thing that kind of brought forward my memory from probably, I don't know, probably 20-some-odd years ago or more, I had a conversation uh, with my 
ex-wife, uh, she's my wife at the time, and uh, I was waiting out for her. She went in to go do an interview for a fellow who wanted her to do some writing, and came back and she's sharing the conversation, and he, he lowballed her on in terms of price. And the thing that was interesting is uh, uh, she shared with me that he said, well, it's my job to take advantage of you, and it's your job not to let me. Ha, 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 ha. And I was really struck by that. I never forgot that. And to a certain degree, there's some truth to what he says, but I think it said a lot about his intentions. I mean, to a certain degree, part of business is negotiation. Part of getting along is, a, you know, we... If I'm if you ask me to do something and I do it, but I don't really want to do it, whose fault is that? It's my fault. Yeah. It's my issue. On the other hand, if you're intentionally trying to take advantage of me to get me to do something, bully me. Like in a passive aggressive way? Or maybe passive aggressive, mm-hmm. maybe outright aggressive, being mm-hmm. a bully. Uh, maybe um uh guilting, mm-hmm. shaming, insulting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's a, it's a deep dark hole, and I think that there's a lot of unspoke. There are a lot of unspoken rules when it comes to relationships and when it comes to <clears throat> expectations. Okay, so let's look at this at some different scenarios. So, Amy, you had some ideas. So, what's the first one we're going to look at? A uh, home. The different kinds of things that happen at home amongst families and couples. Okay. So um, some of the things I've come across uh, are different ideas and rules amongst um, men and women partners. For one, one being. Um, hey, the men make all the rules. I don't know. Depends what society <laughs> is. Depends if it's a. Depends mon- where you're raised. Yeah. Matriarch, is that how you say that? Matriarch Matri- or patriarch? Matriarch. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, okay. Sorry. So here's the thing: the last person who gets out of bed makes the bed. How about that one? <laughs> or I cook. That means you clean and do the dishes. Right. So what happens is the person who cooks doesn't bother to clean as they're cooking, they, <laughs> and you end up with this horrendous mess. Or, or the, and they look, look like some when they finish cooking, it looks like somebody dropped the bomb. <laughs> and the then they say, bomb. "Well." You know, the sign of a good cook is that there's lots of dishes. You know, if there's not lots Ooh, of dishes, it's no. not good food, you know. Right, and right. then she's like, oh, okay, I'll do the dishes. I don't mind doing two hours worth of dishes for your 20 minutes of cooking. <laughs> so there's that kind of thing. Or, you know. Or like, hey, how about this? So um, you do the laundry and I'll clean the car. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you do the laundry. I'll clean the car. You know, I'll take. Well, why is it the guy's job to take out the garbage? Yeah, what is that about? Is that because he's always and on why, the way out the door? Why? <laughs> <laughs> they're they're running out the door. Take the garbage on your way out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, who shovels the walk? Oh, that, that, that's a man's out, job because I'm stronger. She's getting ready and putting her <laughs> lipstick on and doing her hair, right? And she's got to get the kids buttoned up and everything. Oh, and he yeah. has to go out and scrape the windows, yeah, yeah. shovel the walks, start the car to get it all warm, yeah. right? He does that and she does that, right? And then who mows the lawn? Who shovels the driveway? Who right. has to wash the toilets? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Who has to clean the garbage out of the fridge? You know, that moldy, green, growing stuff. Who that does job. that? Moldy. We all do. We do so it is it the deal that 
all the stuff that we don't like to do, the other person, they expect the other person to do it. And if that person says, yes, honey, I'll jump, honey, you know, and she's like, oh, good. Snap the whip, snap the whip. And he's like, how high do you want me to jump? How high do you want me to jump? So it's, <laughs> so it's, it's not necessarily a gender thing like, oh, she has to do this and he has to do that. It's roles and expectations. You know what? Sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes the woman has the guy running like a chicken without a head. And sometimes the guy, he's like, put another log on the fire. fire. <laughs> you Get know. me some bacon. Some bangs, yeah. But you know what? Uh, it's interesting. My my father uh, was a pretty good cook, and so was my mother. And when my mother started working, my father started doing more cooking, and primarily because he was in the insurance business, so most of his important activity was in the evenings after supper. Mm-hmm. So he had work, he had stuff he had to do at the office, but he had a lot more flexibility during the day. So oftentimes, my father. When I'd come home from school for lunch, my father would be at home, mm-hmm. and he'd make lunch, and then he would start. He would get supper prepped and get supper started. So by the time, because he would go, well, he would go pick her up. But then they they got a second car really quick, mm-hmm. and she'd drive home. But my father would still would work from home in the afternoons yeah, often exactly. time, and so it'd be it was convenient. And I just thought that's the way things were. But it's interesting, okay, whether she stays home or he stays home and does this work because their time is flexible. The other person is out working at a job, right. uh, maybe nine to five, whatever it is. Yep. Um, whether it's her or him, he or she comes home and that other person was cleaning all day and taking care of the kids, doing the laundry, picking up the groceries, whatever, however it worked out. Right. Does that other person who was away at work come home and say, hey, I was working. I'm tired. I'm going to put my feet up and watch hockey or Oprah Winfrey, you know, because I worked. You just stayed home. You know, you're practically at the spa. You know, you're sitting there doing nothing. You know, he... He or she comes home, the house is clean, but somehow the clean was a self-cleaning house, <laughs> just like your self-cleaning oven, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. If, if, man, if a man could invent a, a vacuum cleaner for a house, he'd just turn the vacuum cleaner on. It would suck it all up. And like those <laughs> barracudas that you get. Don't in your leave your stuff laying around. Swimming pool. Sucked up. Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> but I think it comes so, down to give and take, though. Yeah, and you know, is this an expectation? Who cooks? Who cleans? Who launders? Who tends to the kids? You know, who runs wow. after them and um, takes them to the swimming lessons and soccer practice? Yeah. And what about this thing? I'll take care of my boys, and you take care of the girls, and you know, I'll take them to soccer, and you take them to dance. You know, that kind of thing. And your um, son needs his diaper changed. <laughs> <laughs> your son. Do you ever notice when the kids get in trouble? It's your daughter. It's your son. Yeah, you know? exactly. Your your daughter. Your daughter's uh, dating all them losers again. You know. <laughs> no passive aggressive going on there. Gender yeah. confusion. But you know, it's this whole thing is is. Uh, but then there's a difference in the way we think. Yeah. I, I never forget uh, in, in another relationship that I had. Um, this conversation went on one day. Uh, I was asked, "So, what are you? What, you know, going to have a day off? What are you going to do? Uh, nothing. You're going to do nothing. Yeah, it's a day off. What do you mean? Well, that's such a man thing. Like it's such a man thing because when you know when I have a day off, 
I have plans. I got things I want to clean. I, you know, I need to sort the, the, the laundry. I need to do the laundry. I want to clean, you know, I need to do a spring cleaning. You know, I, I need to switch out my fall, my winter clothes for my spring clothes. Well, that's you. It's my day off. I, I, I didn't think of that. I thought the day off was a day off. And it goes to this, when a man, a man needs a nothing box. <laughs> and now, ladies, we you can't just ne- say that all men are, they are a nothing box. <laughs> Let's not go there. But a man literally needs time to shut off and do nothing. So when he's sitting there with the TV remote going click, 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 he's just like, it's like his lights are on, but there's nobody home. He's in, he's in his nothing box. And then she's like, he's in the nothing box, and she's like, she's network buzzing, you know? She's multitasking. She's yeah. breastfeeding on one side, and she's ironing on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> the other hand. Oh, you need a little cream in your coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess we just him. went explicit. <laughs> So he's in his nothing box, and she wants to put pictures in his nothing box. She wants flowers. to put flowers in there, yeah. and she wants to clean it. She's got the vacuum cleaner, and she wants to yeah. clean his nothing yeah. box, you know. And he's like, just lay me alone, woman, you know. Exactly. I'll be with you in a little while. It was interesting when we were, it's it, it, very interesting how widespread this is in our culture. We were at the bank mm. a while back. And we were doing some business there. And I don't know, we were talking to the, the branch manager. And I don't know how in the world it come up. But she says, yeah, I don't cook. My my boyfriend cooks. He's a Red Seal chef. So he he cooks all day right. at work. Yeah. And then she says he comes home and he cooks for her and the kids too. Yeah. Because he's a good cook. And the thing that really buzzed me, she's a vegan. And he's not. But he doesn't mind cooking that way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, and then I've run across this thing where maybe uh, she was a housekeeper. She's a contractor, and she maybe she builds houses or whatever, you know, um, plumber, whatever. So, okay, she's a good housekeeper, and she's efficient, and she just knows how to do it. She can get it done faster than me. So she's expected to do it at home, too. So she's out there cleaning floors and um or repairing doors or whatever she does and she's expected to come home and she's got to keep the house up too she's got to do all the repairs or the other way around you know he's good at uh um you know keeping up with the house and stuff so he's expected to do the the touch up on the painting on the right. on the walls and you know all that well, kind the is leaking you gotta go yeah yeah go to the hardware store you go the to tools. the hardware stool store yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of weird how we we um, think in absolutes, you know. Um, if he does the cooking at work, then he should be doing the cooking all the time, you know, wherever he goes. He's, he's cooking. He's a better we cook. go camping. He's expected to do the cooking. Yeah, I expected to do the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. He's expected <laughs> to do the barbecue. It's, yeah, she's well, perfectly capable, but you know, it's his job. He's a red seal well, chef. Well, I've I've met women that. What they do to meat, it's just, it's not pretty. <laughs> Pulverize it? I, I'd much rather cook the meat. <laughs> you do a good Make job. Make it into paperweights, yeah. yeah. My mother and father, they're afraid that it might move. <laughs> so dad, like, you know, there's like an good. inch of charbroiled, I don't know, crud, crud rubber boot around this 
hamburger and you're lucky if you can get into the middle of it. <laughs> Pretty <So>, nice. <laughs> and then there's also, here's another one, um, weekends. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going golfing. See you later. Yeah, but I got the kids, you know. And what uh, about I'll take weddings? the kids when I get home at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, but, so, oh, it was really long. <clears throat> so I, yeah, I stopped. Uh, we stopped. Uh, we we had a few beers after. Oh yeah, that's and a then, good one. And then John asked me to come over and take a look at his motorcycle, and we went for a motorcycle ride. You did what? Yeah. yeah we, well, we, you yeah, were supposed we to come for... home because I was going to get my hair done. Now I have to look like this. What's well, okay, honey? I don't mind when you look like a sham. <laughs> <laughs> sham wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's the one. Weddings. You're going to go to the wedding. There's oh, yeah. family there. And you let's say you've got two kids, right? You've got to watch these kids so they're not running around, getting underfoot and, mm. you know, eating all the sugar God on forbid the, the kids would have fun. Oh, I know. <laughs> so who's going <coughs> to visit? And who's going to take care of the kids? Right. You know, and it goes that way. Or the Christmas parties. I'm gonna go, I mean, I gotta go see my buddy Jim. Hold on. Yeah, you you look after the kids right now. I'm just. I need to go talk to Jim. Yeah, we yeah. got something important to talk about. So, yeah. but so those are the those are the things. Um, there's uh, at home. There's uh, gender roles. There's uh, um, weekend roles. Yeah. There's people who have certain jobs and are expected to keep doing that at home. Um, it but even extends into business and work. It does it? work, yeah, for sure. Hey, um, guess what? Hey, did you know that? Uh, so you guys know what the, uh, the symbol is for a male? It's a circle with an arrow going up and to the right. On the top, yeah. On the top, and then the symbol for a woman is a circle. With, with a plus sign off to the to the bottom, so the right. for a male it looks like he's wearing a hat, and for a female it looks like she's wearing a dress. Right. Excellent. Yeah. So did you know? Go take a look. I invite you to go take a look at the Volvo logo. It's <laughs> distinctly male. It's a circle <laughs> with an arrow on the top on the right. Yeah. Exactly the wearing male role. Yeah. Uh, so we logo. see it everywhere. So it's very interesting. So I guess <clears throat> it must. Uh, Founder of Volvo must have a heart attack every time he sees a woman driving a Volvo. <laughs> I was just thinking about that something, but it's not a family joke. Oh, so okay. <laughs> I was thinking about Volvo, but <clears throat> yeah, we won't go there. So yeah, there's also roles in at work, like the boss right. roles and the employee roles. Um, the boss thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> and the employees, because he works for them, I mean, they work for him, yeah. um, that he rules the roost. But what I learned in business is that your business is as only as good as your employees. True. And sometimes, you know, those employees are what make things run for you. Hey there, sweetie. Hey, sweetie, are you going to the coffee? Yeah, Can pick me, you pick up, me up a coffee? coffee. Yeah. Um, and who cleans the staff rooms, right? Right. Yeah, because they, you know, maybe there's magazines and newspapers that pile up. Um, People who put their coffee cup into the sink and leave them there for somebody else to clean. And often you see in staff rooms, somebody puts up a sign saying, clean your own dishes, I'm not your mother, you know. And yeah, oftentimes it just gets piled up and finally um, somebody, whether it's a woman or a male or an employee versus a boss, who's going to clean up those dishes? Who's going to take care, unless you have a a janitor coming in, who's going to do all this? The boss, the employees, the men, the women, 
you know there's just this uh taking advantage of one another um right and it goes back to that comment i said earlier is that you know it's it's you know, if I ask you to do something and you do it and you agree to do it, mm-hmm. even though you didn't want to do it, but you didn't voice it, is that my fault? Probably not. However, you know, if I have the expectation that you're always going to do what I ask you to do, which is tends to be the way it is at work in business. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the boss. I want you to uh, jump up and down, rub your tummy and spin it, turn all about. Jump down, turn around, pick a bell, cotton. Jump down, turn around, <clears> pick a <throat> bell, day. <laughs> and what about neighbors? Mm. Who's responsible for picking up the garbage on the berms? And when those trees are blowing leaves, you know, so some people they'll just rake it into the neighbor's lawn <laughs> or take those, the, the blower and blow the leaves onto Ugh. the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> yeah, dump the grass on the neighbor's. Yeah, you got to pick up, you go to the extent of. Raking up your grass, putting it in a garbage bag, and then go and dump it on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> That's just wrong. And then there's people who will only water their lawn. I was helping fertilize your lawn. <laughs> there's like they'll only water their corner of the lawn. They'll only shovel their part of the the the, right. the sidewalk. You know, none of give and take. And who's who's weeding in the neighborhood? And what about maintenance of the fence? Yeah, and making sure your garbage area is cleaned up. Um, uh, crime watch. Who's responsible for? You know, keeping out for crime in the neighborhood. You know, oh, it's it's Bob's turn because Bob, he's got them bad kids. He's the one that's attracting right. all them bad kids. So he should be the one that's responsible for all the, you know, blah, 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 blah in the neighborhood. You know, so, shooting, shooting, shooting. Yeah. So I guess the thing is, all of this comes back to what? I mean, it comes back to cultural expectations, doesn't it? It's unspoken expectations. Mm-hmm. And... You'll spoken, see yeah. Spoken expectations. You know, uh, I'm going to cook you clean. Uh, I'm going to watch TV. You cook a cookie. You make cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that does happen <laughs> in our home. <laughs> Amy's a much better cook than I. I really like to cooking. I you love do. to cook. Yeah. It it works out really well. But we you know, pretty good in the kitchen. I uh, I like to eat. Cookies too. Yeah. Usually only if I cook three dozen, only one dozen make it to the table. <laughs> I have were, to taste test them, make sure that they taste. There were there good. Wait, and, wait 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 wait. So there were cookies. <laughs> the what, ones that when? break, I eat those. The ones oh. that fall on the ground, <laughs> I eat those. And the ones that aren't, you know, perfectly formed, I eat those ones too. And you know, if they're a little charbroiled on the side, I eat those ones. <laughs> So if you're a cookie, <laughs> run, Forrest, run. <laughs> the gingerbread cookie story, remember? Yeah, you tried yeah. to get away. So. But I guess the, the, the thing is, I mean, the purpose of this conversation is just we had this conversation about um, expectations, roles, yeah. Yeah. and the frame of reference. That there's a certain expectation in our culture, expectations in families, expectations between individuals. And a lot of times they're unspoken. A lot of times they're just, there's roles, formal roles that we take on. Even like you said, in terms of at work, you know, it's the women that are cleaning up the, the, the staff kitchen. 
and stuff like that. And we and, see this within cultures, within races. Right. Um, you know, you go to one, ever notice when you go to a certain country on vacation, we're like, oh, those people are so warm. You should see how the families right. get together. Like they have different frame of references, beliefs, value right. systems, things that are handed down to the progeny generation after generation. Or you could go to another one and to another country and they'll say, you know, Germans were strong. We, you know, one walks over our family. You know, right. we're we're case, you know, whatever. And then you go to other cultures where women are to be in submission to the man. Right. The men are the home, yeah. and women aren't. Um, they're not seen in um, the businesses. Like as far as um, uh, there's one country where the men serve in restaurants and the women do administration. That kind right, of thing. Right. Um, it's a little different, um, but also within uh, religions, you know, faiths. Um, what are the roles amongst women versus men, or um, uh, you know, the deities and things like that, um, who right. are higher than the others? Whereas some people, they figure if they're higher up, they're servants. They're servants of God, right. so then they actually tend to the congregation. So you have different mm. types of um, all kinds of rules, expectations. expectations, and they're all handed down from person to person. You know, um, right? So if it's if I guess the, our point in this podcast, I think, should be just be more conscious. L- look at your expectations of yourself and of others, and what are the you know what what unspoken expectations and rules do you have in your life in your relationships at your work and how are, are those things are, are they really serving you and is it you know if they're serving you great and if not maybe it's time to take a to take a look at them and initiate a conversation with the people I think you live with sometimes we um uh, create tyranny on ourselves right. because we have these expectations that do not meet with reality so you end up with frustration right you know so sometimes we have to really um get real land your life and get, get real. real yeah yeah so this has been life organic podcast i hope you enjoyed the show if you have any feedback, uh, you can reach out to us at lifeorigami.com or at lifeorigami on Twitter. Or you can, you know what, you could even call us. And like my grandma always said, I feel much better now. Let's go get an <laughs> ice cream. Ooh, what a good idea. All right, you all take care now. Who sailed to sea and he told us of his life in the land of submarines. So we sailed onto the sun till we found the sea of dreams. And we lived beneath the waves in a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. And our friends are all aboard, many more of them than the next
sword And the band begins to play We all live, we all live We all live in a yellow submarine Yellow submarine, yellow submarine We all live in a yellow submarine Yellow submarine Yellow submarine, yellow submarine, yellow submarine. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>